0: Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the very first official In Theaters Now for Movie Mastery. I am John, with me, as always, is Jeff. Thanks to you, our supporters, we are now able to watch movies in theaters, and we have watched... Angry Birds. I've never seen a movie in a theater before. That was exciting. I know. These moving pictures these
1: days. (laughs) What will the scientists think of next? I thought movies only came on little rectangles. That's all I come on. Hey! (laughs) I don't know what that means exactly.
0: (laughs) So, the way this works is a little bit different than our normal movie mastery. Uh, Instead of watching the trailer and then making predictions about it, because usually it's movies we've never even heard of, The way that this works is we've already seen the movie. We're going to do a spoiler-free review for anyone who wants to go to the movies and watch it. We are? Yeah.
1: Shit, I'm not prepped for that. Okay.
0: Yeah, we're just going to give our basic uh, review of it that's very service level, not getting into anything. Okay. Then we'll be back with our full spoiler review after that.
1: All the birds die.
0: (laughs) Shoot. Damn (laughs) it.
1: Okay. All right. Can we try this again? Okay. Okay.
0: So the one bird that can only say its name. Wait, hold on. (laughs) Uh, game of thrones jokes (laughs) so (laughs) so we saw angry birds that's right we saw angry birds which man okay so no spoilers though just initial impressions let's go ahead and let everyone know what we thought about these angry birds
1: oh man these angry birds these days let me tell you they get angrier and angrier Man, it's, I wish they did. It's like those clowns in Congress. Those what clowns bunch, in Congress are getting angry? What a bunch of clowns. This movie was awful. Oh, it was real, real bad. It was like worse than... I, I mean, it's not like I'm a huge fan of the off-market CGI movies that come out every year.
0: Thing is, I'm even sort of a fan of some of the shitty like kids' movies that come out. Mm-hmm. Like, I like Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Oh, well, okay, but Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs... Was specifically directed by Phil Miller
1: and Chris Lord, or Chris Lord and Phil Miller, or whatever, they're...
0: <laughs> or, or Miller House and Millhouse and Barton,
1: and... <laughs> but whoever those two guys who are awesome guys. Yeah, they are. They're rad, and they're currently working on Lego Batman of all stupid things.
0: Well, I mean, you see the at least the pedigree for the voice actors in this. You have a ton of famous people and people that are going to appeal to like people our age.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, no. I'd say the big notable, uh, well, I mean, you've got to deal with the guy who's, what? who's the guy in charge of this? It's uh, you get, uh, Jason Sudeikis? Yeah,
0: Sudeikis, Sudeikis is Red. I'm
1: a big fan of Jason Sudeikis, so I was excited to see him as Red, although he's completely vanished into the role and he just sounds like a generic movie you, protagonist. You know,
0: occasionally you get notes of you're like, oh yeah, that's him.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then there are two other lead birds, and I do not remember who voiced Bomb or Chuck at all. <laughs> oh wait, one of them is Josh Gad. Yeah yeah i remember that
0: no it's it's a bunch of voice actors you get a sean penn you get fucking uh who's the great eagle again Uh, as uh peter dinklage peter dinklage was the great eagle uh, just listen to this list jason sudeikis
1: awesome josh gadd awful uh danny mcbride Maya rudolph bill Hader, peter dinklage sean penn who by the way voices a bird that doesn't talk yeah so that's the big joke. If you're wondering what the hell Sean Penn's doing in this movie... Yeah, he has,
0: like, a line in this movie.
1: No, yeah, he says... Oh, he sings all He sings, line. and he just yeah. goes, oh... Oh, God, spoilers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. We're spoiling it that the big bird... If you've played a lot of Angry Birds, the game, then you... hear Big he, Red. He voices the great big one, Terrence. Yeah. The big red bird. You've also got Keegan-Michael Key, who I'm a huge fan of. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kate
0: McKinnon, Tony Hale is in this. Yeah, no, like I said, the... Voice acting in this, they didn't just get like one or two big names. They have a bunch of people that you would recognize, and specifically things that appeal to like people our age, mm-hmm. which is good because my general non spoiler review of this is normally you go into one of these movies and you get that split of jokes. Right. You get the ones that are like, okay, here's a bunch of stuff. It's very kid friendly, it's geared towards children, but then you have the occasional nod towards references for adults or jokes
1: for them and honestly I find those way less appealing than just the jokes for kids
0: but the thing is this has like the jokes for adults is mostly just that it's these people you know and that's it
1: yeah I I hadn't even finished the list there's some of my absolute favorite comedians are at the bottom of this list here uh including Hannibal Burress, who I'm a huge fan of (laughs) Ike Barinholtz Titus Burgess is in this as something named Photog, which I do not remember who the hell that is. Ah, but I love Titus Burgess. He's he plays Titus on uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. That's yeah, his, that's his real name, except his last name is not actually
0: Andromedon. That's sad, though. I know it would have been better. the uh, The jokes in this fall flat way more often than they don't. Even okay, we went and saw this, and there were children in the theater with us. Thankfully, yeah. yeah. Uh and you would be watching the movie and occasionally you'd get like the kids going ah or yay or whatever and it was mostly when things fell
1: down like it was it was the crash sequences that got the kids animated.
0: oh yeah no this was definitely the best jokes in this were the ones that were mostly just slapstick or silly things happening that way yeah but anytime they would try to tell a joke or make a funny scenario it just did not land for anyone no no one got it yeah no the kids weren't laughing the adults
1: weren't laughing there was one in particular and at the risk of spoiling the movie just kidding it happens early in the movie uh there's a scene where the red bird whose name is red and the fast bird whose name is uh chuck Chuck, and they, they go to find the big bomb bird whose name is bomb and they find him at his house which has been exploded several times because the bomb explodes when he gets nervous uh And they knock on the door, and he answers the door in a towel, which, by the way, is more clothes than he ever wears, Yeah, because normally they're all naked, but he answers the door door in a towel, and he says, oh, sorry, guys, I was in the shower, to which the Redbird responds with, dude, TMI,
0: scene. Yep. And that's the level of joke telling you can get from this movie, which is that they're like, oh, yeah, we can just throw in some... I don't know buzzwords that people know. Hey uh hey kids. Photo bomb is, is is that a thing? Hey. Uh, that's
1: a that's a thing, right? Planking.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. The the whole thing was just awful. Like review beforehand no spoilers is even if you're like, "Oh, I could take my kids to go see this. They probably aren't going to enjoy it as much." How the hell can we even spoil this movie? What could we tell them
1: that they would not expect from an Angry Birds movie?
0: <laughs> Uh, spoiler alert. There's birds, and there. Spoiler alert. It's actually Fruit Ninja. (laughs) Oh yeah, no, it's just a guy running away from a boulder, collecting coins the whole time. (laughs) Who knew? Yeah. See, and that that's the type of thing where if they included little things like that in the movie, I would have actually been like, oh, that's clever. They did
1: constantly. It's just that you don't play Rovio games, or else you would have recognized the sequence that's just a reference to Bad Piggies. Or or all of the characters from Angry Birds, Stella, walking around in the oh, background? Oh, no, but I'm
0: saying, like, different types of games. Oh, no,
1: because it's Rovio. Rovio built their own animation company just to make this movie, and so they're only going to reference other Rovio games and properties, almost all of which feature either birds or pigs.
0: Yes, and that's why I was like, I feel like this could be more clever if it wasn't trying to be the video game version of, like, a, a Hulk Hogan movie, where they're like, oh, no. We need to make our property the only thing that matters.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, do you want to get into the spoil- <laughs> spoiled part of this movie? Are you well, yeah, me? In that we're
0: going to actually talk about things that happen, which, okay, we're going to get into that. We're going to have our little musical break, and then we'll be back with that. But uh, just to let you know before we get into it, don't go see this movie. Don't go take your kids to go see this movie. It's terrible.
1: It is very terrible and uh by all means just keep listening to the podcast i don't care if we spoil this movie for you or not neither do you let's let's be honest here you don't give a shit no all right
0: here we go Oh, so back. Okay. okay. Well, I'm so back.
1: All right. Now that all the people that are trying to avoid spoilers are gone, let me tell you the truth. This movie's amazing. Oh my God, you guys! <laughs> it was so good. It was like DOS Boot, but with birds. <laughs> Just uh, deep and thoughtful all the way through. I know. I cried. I cried three times.
0: <laughs> I cried watching you cry.
1: I know. I'm a very uh, empathetic, or uh, I'm not even sure what the word I'm looking for is here. Extra-pathetic crier. <laughs>
0: extra-pathetic. You yes. are very extra-pathetic.
1: I push my patheticness out into the world <laughs> via a tiny rubber elf monster. <laughs> That's right. I also referenced the old movie Extra.
0: <sighs> Boom. Boom. Boom goes the dynamite. Dynamite. All right. Hey, speaking of dynamite. Angry Birds movie. So, yeah. Why don't you tell us how this thing starts? Okay. So, right off the bat, I'm kind of... I, okay. Okay. I, I, I'm getting all flustered because I hate everything. Mm-hmm. Alright, so we have our main character Red, mm-hmm. and he's he's a bird and he's... They want us to believe that he is angry, but he's mostly just put upon?
1: Yeah, this is a, a common theme in the movies that we're forced to watch by you people.
0: Uh, which was our idea, we love you. <laughs> well, no, It's the same thing like you watch Christmas with the Cranks or any of these other ones. The hell I do. Which... It's all just movies where you go, oh yeah, you're, you're watching somebody, and uh, they're kind of acting like an asshole, and then you realize, oh no, it's everyone. Everyone's an asshole. Jingle this... All the Way
1: is my favorite example.
0: Angry Birds is about an island of asshole birds, and they're just specifically picking on one of them because he calls them on it occasionally. Yes. That's it. That's all. Red's not even angry. He's just like, what the fuck, dude? And then they're like, oh, how dare you call me on being a dickwad?
1: Yeah, uh, the rest of us don't call each other on that. We just are dicks to each other nonstop. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, the, the, the movie opens with some very pretty animation as it circles around the island of where all the birds live and goes zipping through the trees and the forests and so on to encounter Red, who is running along with an egg-shaped bag. And, now, he's, and th- he's in a huge hurry.
0: Oh, yeah. And this is where we... Get, like, the confirmation of, oh, birds don't fly. It's very weird if birds would fly and all mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And uh, so he goes through a bunch of dumb bullshit and has to, like, go through trees and is falling out of things and into ponds and whatnot. Grabbing snakes instead of vines. Now, it turns out what he's trying to do is deliver something. This is weird because we are told that he lives on the beach. hmm We know this.
1: Yes, we know he lives on the beach and within within visible distance of the rest of the birds yeah we can see the bird village
0: which is just sort of off of the beach yes and that means that apparently this person's house that he's delivering to either they live way out in the middle of nowhere or he was baking a cake in the middle of a
1: volcano and then had to come back that is the one that makes sense he was baking a cake in the volcano because otherwise where is he going to get heat the birds don't have fire yeah right yeah exactly so there you go that's there's your answer Although they are constantly showing up with, like, coffees and so on. It's a very, one of those modern cartoon universes.
0: Oh, yeah. It's just things are there if they need them to be there for whatever dumb gag they want.
1: Exactly. So he's racing along with a egg-shaped bag that contains a cake that he has to deliver to a house. And when he gets to the house, he puts on a clown wig and three dots that are supposed to be the giant clown buttons.
0: Oh yeah, no, he has the, the clown cheeks and the nose. Yeah. And he's like, Hey, I'm a clown, I'm here for your birthday. And of course it scares the little bird who's little, the kid. Little, little kid bird. And then the dad's like, Oh, you're late. And he's like, No, I'm supposed to be here by noon. And then he just sits there, looks at the clock, which it's eleven fifty nine, and it ticks over to noon. He's like, Now you're late. i I'm like, This is setting the tone for the movie. Yeah. Everyone on this island is a dick bag, and they just get away with it unless Red calls them on it.
1: Yes. So basically the guy calls him and tells him to be there at noon with a cake and he is there slightly ahead of noon and in an attempt to get the cake for free he's like hey you were late you were supposed to be here before noon this kid's birthday party is over already. Oh yeah. So we had like a what uh, so he had a 1 hour from 11 to
0: 11:59 birthday party which again let me just say there was no decorations there yeah. was nothing. So this kid's birthday party is I am assuming the best case scenario is the dad is making it up and he just wants a free cake.
1: That's the best I can figure, too, is that he's just trying to scam a cake out of someone he's brought his kid in on the deal.
0: Now, we are also, in this movie, we know that Red is known in the village for being an angry bird. Like, we know that he is a like a troublemaker and nobody really likes him and that's why he lives by himself outside the village. So that means this guy had to get it into his head oh, you know what would be a great thing to do is both A, get this guy to deliver a cake for me, and B, attempt to scam him. I don't understand why he's scamming him. Also, every other job you see anyone
1: else doing in this movie, like if anyone else has a job, with the exception of one person who's a grief counselor and another person who's a judge, every other job is bullshit. (laughs) There's, there's, There's one person whose job it is to stand there and throw worms to all the other birds. There's one person whose job is free hugs bird. Yeah, there's a mime bird who talks constantly because he's voiced by Tony Hale so you know he's going to <laughs> although he only has one line yeah no he's, he's a normal mime he just talks once when he gets shot from the slingshot he, he talks every time anything happens and he says the same thing every time which is oh my god <laughs> he says it four times throughout the course of the movie and it's Tony Hale saying oh my god so it's not
0: terrible it's just predictable yeah which is, again, just something this movie, it, it doesn't have any surprises for you. It doesn't have anything that's like, oh my god, I can't believe they're doing meh, or oh wow, that's a really clever twist on meh. yeah You're like, no, it's, it's very straightforward.
1: Well anyway, the angry bird, the titular angry bird, gets angry at this person rightfully because this person is scamming him. Oh yeah. And, and then smears cake all over everyone and is immediately hauled in front of a judge.
0: Yeah, because he then accidentally falls onto an egg that is sitting there and breaks it. And, I mean, when we see the scene, we're like, did he just straight murder that couple's child? Oh, man.
1: Is there, like, yellow yolk all over him and he's just fucked now? Is this the end of his life?
0: Yeah, but no, it's the bird was apparently about to hatch anyway, but, oh, the first face it sees is red. And now it's like, meh, you're my daddy. Right. Oh, which also leads us to learn that,
1: because of that, that sequence helps us to learn via a series of weird, out-of-timing montage shots that Red is an orphan bird who has been made fun of throughout the course of his life for having big eyebrows.
0: Yeah, again, this is a movie where everyone is shown to be an asshole, because the montage we get is just, oh, he's he's at school. All right, everyone makes fun of him and is an asshole. Okay, what's the next shot? Oh, he's at school again, and everyone's an asshole, and they make fun of him. Okay, great. What's next? Oh, he's trying to do something in town, and people are jerk. Okay, great. So it's just over and over, and instead of it being, oh, he's an angry bird, it's just, wow, everyone on this island sucks. Yeah,
1: yeah, that is exactly what happens. So he gets, oh, we also learn he's an orphan for, I can't figure out what the reason for that was.
0: Yeah, there's no reveal that it was like, oh, his parents are actually, like, some super important whatever, or... The fact that he is an orphan means he's more motivated to do this, or the fact that he's an orphan plays into some other theme. No. Nothing. Doesn't matter. Every other character in the movie who
1: has a name doesn't have parents that you ever see. No. So it's not like it's important that he's an orphan. It's never part of the story.
0: No, it's not like Bomb we ever get to meet, like, Mr. Mr. and and Mrs. Bomb and his parents.
1: Yeah, you never meet Scooby Bomb and Scooby Bomb's Ma. (laughs)
0: Uh, you do meet Scrappy Bomb, though, and that was an ass move.
1: Just another annoying character that we just didn't need. God. So he gets hauled in front of a judge, and the judge is voiced by Keegan-Michael Key, which means it's one of the better voice actors in the movie. Yes. And, uh, the judge is like an owl who is... In a giant feather robe, hiding on top of another bird, so he looks taller. And that's pretty much his only character trait, other than that he doesn't believe Red, in, or, or he do, and he doesn't like Red.
0: So because of his being a big angry jerk, and then, of course, he's angry at the trial, which, again, the judge is just being an ass to him. Yes. He's just like, hey, Red, this is why you're outside the village, and nobody wants you here. No. And he's just like, wow, you were being real confrontational and, like... Just mean. Yes. And Red finally is like, look, dude, you're trying to be tall and you're actually short. No one is being fooled by this. He pulls the, like, robe that he's using, the judge's robe down, mm. and he's just standing on another bird. And everyone's like, oh, oh my goodness. Oh, you're so angry. I'm like, no. No, he's not. The weirdest thing
1: to me was that they, the bird that's, whose job it is in the movie to have the judge standing on his head has a character trait, which is that he sneezes constantly. Yep. And so I was thinking, okay, that's so they can set up fart jokes. Because the ro- the, they're going to make it so that this giant feather robe occasionally has an air bubble that pops out of it because the bird underneath sneezes. But instead, every time he sneezes while he's on top of, or while the judge is standing on top of him, what happens is nothing. The robe blows open a little. You can see the sneezy bird in there. And then the robe closes, and that's that. No one makes fun of him. There isn't a, a, a sound effect noise. The kids don't make fun of him. It's just nothing.
0: And that's... One of the things with this movie is even the juvenile humor that you'd be like, oh, this would be aimed for kids. Yeah, You'd think, oh, fart jokes and... Looking at butts. Yeah, just dumb slapstick and, oh, someone accidentally touched a poop or something. You're like, okay, that doesn't happen, though. Like You have all these ample opportunities throughout the movie, and you get a few, like uh, Chuck at one point is we get that story about how he was messing with one of the police officers. Oh, yeah. And it's like, oh, and then like you see white stuff drip on him, and it goes up, and he's eating an ice cream cone, and he's like, oh, maybe it wasn't ice cream. I went, oh, look, that was almost clever. Look at you. There's a brief suggestion that... Uh, you had an expectation, and then you subverted it. Yeah, You made a for-reals joke.
1: There was a brief suggestion that the super-fast bird used his superpower to poop on a cop. And then
0: you, you went, oh, no, it's just ice cream. And then you went, oh, no, it is poop. Like that was good. That was a nice little back and forth. Good job. Yes. It wasn't funny.
1: Yes, it no, was. It, it was
0: semi clever, and I was like, okay.
1: One of the things about this movie that really drove me nuts is that we didn't even see the pigs for like an hour. Oh no! It just goes on and on and on with setting up this bird story, as if it's complicated. I mean, how co- I, I, I get the idea that you're trying to do the story? Because here's the thing about this movie: it's very true to the games. There's yeah, a, there's a catapult. You use it to launch flightless birds at pigs that have built complicated tower structures. They actually did this.
0: Yeah, that and, is that is the climax of this movie.
1: Yeah, and they're so trying to reference the video game in a way that I've never seen in a video game movie since I, I want to say Doom is yeah. The only Doom other...
0: is the the other one that was like, oh, what did we do? We filmed Doom.
1: Yeah, we actually did the shit from Doom and put it in here, and it's Doom. Here it is. Look, there's a first-person shot of him running around.
0: Like, there may as well have been a little life counter below him.
1: That would have been great if they could have figured out how to do that. (laughs) I mean, this movie keeps cutting to the music cues from from Angry Birds the game.
0: Yeah, and I mean, they'll have things where it's like, oh, there's some street musician bird, and he's playing the Angry Birds theme on a saxophone, and... Again, being a real big douche about it and just getting right up in Red's face and, like, blowing his horn right in his face. Yeah, and whenever they take
1: pictures of any of the characters in the movie, which they do by rapidly chiseling on little pieces of driftwood, uh, it's always pictures of the characters as they look in the video game. Yeah. So there's a lot of little, oh, remember the game? We're Uh, all talking about a game that you guys played, like, three years ago.
0: Yeah, you remember that. But, no, it has to set up the whole trial and everything is... Basically, just the conceit to meet our other main characters. Yes. Because he has to to... go to anger management, which is apparently the worst punishment they have on this island.
1: Yes. Well, apparently, because they're all happy birds. So if you have to go to anger management, then something has gone horribly wrong. Yeah. And anger management begins with Red getting weirdly angry at a little statue of a bird and beating it up.
0: Yeah, which is the only part of this movie where I went, oh, okay, you're showing him to be actually angry. Yes. Like he got just pissed off at a statue because it goes ha 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 over and over yes and you're like oh okay
1: yeah so he beats it up and one of those comic scenes where the statue beats him up because he's so angry that he's kind of apoplectic and flinging it around
0: but even then that scene goes on a little too long and not in the like family guy fighting a chicken type goes on too long but just it went on a little too long to the point where like i'm tired of this now you haven't then looped back around to it being Amusing that it has gone on so long. It just was poorly executed. Yes. It vaguely
1: reminded me of what I think is probably the only funny Disney animated short from like the pre war era. Because you know how the the Looney Tune shorts are funny and the Disney shorts are just there. Yeah. There's one that's funny, and it's the one with uh Goofy testing out home gym equipment. Oh yeah.
0: Oh, that's famous.
1: Yeah. It's famous because it's legitimately funny. Yeah, And there's sequences where he's accidentally beating himself up as he goes through it. And I was like, oh, I kind of remember these scenes where someone's trying to do something simple, but they keep hurting themselves with it because they're trying too hard. I get this. But it's like if they had just done the scene where he goes flipping through the wall over and over again for five minutes. Yep. So he gets into anger management. And this is when we meet all of the angry birds you've ever heard of, except for all the other ones that they also hide in the movie.
0: The problem is none of them are angry except for sort of red
1: and also the lady who's running the anger management seminar
0: well even then she only gets mad at the very end of the film
1: well no throughout the movie there's sequences where where he'll be like i'm doing something stupid because i'm a jerk because i'm an angry bird and she's like okay keep it cool cool be cool about it you can tell that she's basically him but further along in the process she has a whole hippie
0: yeah she's like okay and breathe
1: so okay let's introduce the cast of characters there's bomb He's the bomb bird. You know him from Angry Birds.
0: He has no anger at None. all.
1: None. He is not an angry character.
0: Th- that's why I was I was weirded out that he was in there because they go, "All right, it's anger management." Okay, but why is he in there? Oh, he explodes Wh- when he's angry. No, no, on accident. He just if something scares him or like startles him at all, he'll freak out and explode. And that's that's not something you send someone to anger management for. Like, being not angry isn't going to solve that problem. Right. Like, I'm a very calm, nice individual in my personal life, but if I were to explode when someone jumps out at me, that's not going to help
1: me. Right. And then you've got uh, Chuck, the fast bird, the yellow bird that you're all familiar with. Who's
0: actually super happy all the time. He's
1: just a dick. That's uh, Apparently, anger management is the only punishment that they have.
0: Basically, Chuck in this movie is Impulse from DC Comics.
1: Yeah, or uh, honestly, uh, yeah, for the super speed, that's true. In terms of what CGI character he is, he's definitely the fucking sloth from the Ice Age movies.
0: Oh, no, but I'm saying even personality-wise, he is Impulse because he is super fast and is a dick about it. Yes, yeah, he's, just, he's like, oh, what do you do? Oh, I zoom around and I use my super speed to be kind of a jerk and, and mostly get food. Mostly I constantly tell other people to hurry up. Yeah, like, uh,
1: he's, he's he
0: is a DC speedster.
1: He is the worst... I don't know if he's the worst character in this movie, but I feel like he was my least favorite and I was the least happy when I was watching him.
0: Really? I didn't have an issue with him. Ah, yeah, fair enough. Like, for me, the character of Chuck was one that I went, okay, that at least needs to be in the film yeah. because he's he's a good foil for Red because Red's much more like uh, very mostly collected and calm when he's not being like, oh, I've got to have a scene where I'm angry now. So Chuck being like, hyperactive and very friendly you're like oh this makes a good like straight guy and the foil for him right
1: speaking only about the animation the thing about chuck that that immediately drove me nuts was something because it drew my attention to every other bird in the movie which is that you never see them straight on as soon as you look like you think they're looking right at the camera they're actually looking slightly to the side so they can put the beak pointing off to one side a little bit. And that's always, every single time. They can't look straight at you. They always flip around slightly from one side to the other. Anyway, the rest of the characters, there's Matilda, who's in there, and if you've played Angry Birds, you know her, because she's the white bird that poops eggs.
0: Yep. And then we have Big Red Terrence. Yes. yeah. And Terrence is uh, just a large, quiet bird who we don't even find out why he's in there. We find out why everyone else is. Yes, yes. Ball but because he blew up something. Chuck, because he pooped on a
1: police officer. Terrence, somewhat, Matilda opens up a file. And, and goes, we just
0: get uh, like sirens. She, and Yeah, she gets like all uh, pale and her eyes go wide while she's reading the file. And you're like, oh, okay. But I think Terrence, there's only one thing in this movie that made me actually laugh out loud. I mean, it wasn't like a good belly laugh, but I went, ha! Yeah. And it was... Uh, mostly just because Jason Sudeikis talking to Terrence and Terrence's whole thing is all he does is he just sort of leans in and goes, and he's like, Oh, so what are we, are we communicating telepathically? What is, what is going on here? I don't even understand. And that his level of, I'm actually interacting with a weird thing that is in this movie. I went, Okay, you made me laugh. It was amusing just because he wasn't immediately
1: scared, which was the. It was a slight uh, pull away from what that no- character normally would be. Normally you encounter the giant guy in a movie, and all he does is go... Rrrr. Then you can be like, oh, oh, okay, buddy, I'm going to leave you be.
0: Yeah, and then you like cut back to the character, and he's hiding behind a vase or something. You're like, yeah. okay, great.
1: But instead it cut back to Sudeikis, who was just like, I don't like you.
0: Yeah, who's was just like, you're giving me a weird look. You're giving me the look that everyone who uses psychic powers in movies and TV shows gives you where they tilt their head and kind of point their forehead at you. Yeah.
1: I, I barely even remember what happens at this point.
0: Uh, well, it's all just anger management crap, and it's mostly just, again, excuses for bad jokes that don't land. Yes, yeah, so a lot so, of shit about
1: like going to get coffee. Yoga. Uh, yo- yeah, doing terrible downward dog yoga pose jokes. Uh, there's a sequence where... Chuck's trying to get red to hang out with them and he's like I can't I have a thing and then he goes into a long explanation about how a thing means he doesn't want to hang out with them and that's what a thing means yeah uh and then eventually he
0: goes home and then the pigs show up yeah now the pigs there have been a lot of people talking about the themes in this movie and how it is I mean, someone said it was sort of nazi theme, which, no, not really. No, I didn't get that. It is very much the lesson of this film is don't trust outsiders, though. Yeah, that's, that's pretty strong. That because came the pigs show up, and when they land on the shore, they end up, like, the little anchor that they have hits Red's house and kind of breaks it. Mm-hmm. So he's, of course, and rightfully, angry about this. Yes, absolutely. Again... The whole angry birds thing, it's not like, oh, he's an angry bird. It's someone did something that would rightfully make you angry, and you are upset about it. Yep. So they destroy his house, and he's like, hey, what the fuck? That's my house. But everyone else is like, ah, forget about it. We don't like you anyway. And the weird thing is
1: the pigs are being jerks about it for no reason. Because, I mean, as long as we're being spoilers here, the pigs are here to steal all the eggs and leave. But before they can do that, they they do their best to be all nice-nice with all these birds.
0: So they're like, hey, we brought you all presents, and we're going to do shows for you, and we're we're going to fix all your stuff. Yeah, we're going to try and be as, like, charismatic and buddy-buddy with you as possible, and we're going to wow you with all of these amazing things. Yeah, and then immediately
1: Red's like, hey, you broke my house, and they're like, whatever. And then he continually complains. You'd think that the king pig would eventually be like, hey, let's fix that guy's house so he shuts up, because otherwise he's going to mess up our whole thing.
0: Oh, yeah. And if he he had... Oh, no, it's true. If they had landed on the beach like 20 feet away from his house and not wrecked it, there would be no movie because Red would have been like, oh, pigs, I don't particularly think that they're great, but whatever, I don't care. Yeah. Because the only reason he speaks up or tries to investigate them or does anything is because they fucked his house up and that's it. Yep. So the one pig who matters in this movie, because there's a million pigs in the movie, of course, because
1: there has to be, but the only one who really matters, you can tell him apart from all the other ones because he's bigger and he has a beard. He calls himself Leonard, but he's the king of the pigs.
0: Yeah, he is King Pig.
1: And uh, he shows up and basically is like, Hey, birds, we come from across the sea, and I've brought you a bunch of weird presents, uh, including the slingshot. So they show up in town and... Red rightfully points out that they're shifty and dangerous, and they keep saying things that don't add up. Everyone else in town is like, shut the hell up, Red. Uh, these pigs are these, nice.
0: They're they're being super friendly. They brought us gifts. They're you know putting on a cool show. And what have you ever done for us? And he's like, stupid yeah. people. Bah.
1: So eventually he manages to uncover some evidence that the pigs aren't all that great because him and Chuck and Baum, during some party, sneak into the pig boat after getting after he gets launched by the by the slingshot and he lands near his house on the pink bo- pig boat, he goes to look at it and then Chuck and Bomb show up and they investigate it. And in one of the rooms, they find all the vehicles from the Bad Piggies game, but they also find all the pigs, like a million more pigs. And the pigs had earlier said that there are only two pigs. Yeah, and this leads to I'm going to say bar none the worst part of this movie by by a mile, <laughs> which is why I'm taking over and I'm going to tell you all about it now. He. Uh, Red immediately marches into town, where all the pigs are putting on a fucking luau for everyone, and he's like, hey, there's way more of you guys than you said. Your whole boat is full of pigs. Like, there's like a million pigs here, and you guys said there were two. And then a bunch of pigs show up behind him, and sure enough, there's a million pigs, and they're all smiling and stupid, because that's the pigs. The king pig, Bill Hader, by the way, the king pig says, yes, there's more of us. I didn't tell you, because all of my cousins and nephews are stupid. Anyway, we're sad now, because... You're going to kick us out, and we wanted to put on a cowboy show for you. A cowboy show? A cowboy show was his plan. He wanted to put on a cowboy show. Oh, that's famous. Everybody loves a good cowboy show. So the reason that they want to put on a cowboy show is because the one pop song that they commissioned for this movie is by some country singer. Some McGraw or something. I don't know which one.
0: Yeah, Tim McPhee. Yeah,
1: it's probably the, The Secret Life of Timothy Green.
0: Yeah obviously <laughs> it was McGraw Hill yeah
1: <laughs> the publishing company yes
0: <laughs> okay I'm, I'm glad you knew what that was It that makes a, me happy it
1: took a second but I got there
0: <laughs> so they
1: put on no a, it was
0: Tim McGraw and Faith Hill was it Tim McGraw and Faith Hill is it <laughs> no. no okay no I just figured that McGraw Hill actually was two names of country and western people <laughs>
1: fair enough so they want to put on a cowboy show, which is really, we want to do a montage sequence to a Tim McGraw song where, where you occasionally see a pig in a costume from a cowboy outfit or something, but mostly it's just, look at all these pigs moving in. Yeah, and... And driving down the property values, because oh my god, this is the sequence where it's all about immigrants.
0: Yep. So all these pigs show up, and all that now they're riding around, and their peaceful community is now full of all of these pigs that are just eating their food, and... Taking their
1: jobs. And Riding around in their ramshackle lowrider jalopies. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's
0: so obvious. Making noise and all times of the night and partying at all hours when a decent fellow would be trying to work. Yeah, or inside, you know,
1: watching like 60 Minutes.
0: <laughs> you know, the birds are basically fine with this, though. Yeah, They're most like, of the birds are fine with it. Yeah, the, most of the birds are like, oh yeah, we, we welcome our pig friends because they assume that the pigs are just there to hang out, give them gifts, and then leave.
1: Yeah. Ooh, I like our vibrant new community. Yeah. That's basically what they're saying.
0: Ooh, have you been to Pig Town? They have such great quiz- we- cuisine. Cuisine. <laughs> quizween. quiz-ween. <laughs> oh, quizween. So, Red now needs to go find... Oh, because, well, the reason he needs to go find them is because more
1: pig boats show up and mess up his house more. And also, he hates all these immigrants. Oh, yeah.
0: He hates them so much. So, he needs to go find the Great Eagle... Symbol of American freedom to get all of these immigrants off of his island. Right, because a running theme throughout the course of the movie that we hadn't mentioned
1: till now is that there is Mighty Eagle, another character from the game, uh, that it, it, which is a, a noble protector, the only bird that can fly. And he has been retired for years, but he was a mighty superhero bird that lives up on the highest mountain peaks. Which is why we now get a, what I want to say is what, like a thousand hour montage about the characters trying to climb a mountain?
0: Oh yeah, they try to climb this mountain uh you get the entire thing of you know that scene in dumb and dumber of hey you want to hear the most annoying sound ever imagine that scene but it lasts for five minutes and is a montage
1: oh that's right I completely forgot about that the only thing I remembered from the montage is that they start by climbing the wrong mountain and then for some reason they do a shot of of bomb being real sad that he climbed the wrong mountain and sitting up there through a stop motion three-day period
0: yeah So, the actual montage has them yelling what they think Mighty Eagle's cry is. Yes. So, it's just, like, a good three to four minutes of them going, I think it sounds like...
1: One of them's doing exaggerated bird cry noises, and the other one is doing vaguely racist ululations. Oh, yeah.
0: He's like, well, I think Mighty Eagle sounds like... Yeah.
1: Yeah. Which, wow, that looks really interesting on the soundboard. Yeah, it uh, does. But, <laughs> but no, so you have that happening between those two things. One of them going, rah! And the other one going, la, 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 is pretty much all you get. For yeah. five minutes of that. And then, and they,
0: like, eventually they run out of ideas and they're just like, I think he sounds like, hey, you! Hey, you!
1: Yeah. Uh, then they eventually, oh, my God, this joke. They find a lake and, they, and two of the birds, the ones who aren't red, go swimming around in it and spitting the water into each other's mouths.
0: And, again... It's one of those scenes that goes on just too long. Yeah, you. Th- this movie it's, it's a two hour movie. It should have been a half it,
1: hour episode. Oh yeah, it yeah. it
0: definitely feels like an episode of a Nickelodeon cartoon.
1: Yeah, I I've, we gotta we gotta speed this along because we're we're at about the halfway point of this bullshit. Well, we, no, it's we, we haven't even gotten to the part that's Angry Birds yet.
0: Yeah, so they they find the mighty eagle. D- he's pees- super fat and he pees into the the lake and. There we go. And again, his peeing sequence way too long. Yeah, it's like
1: 2 minutes. And, and the whole <sighs> and the whole time we're just exaggeratedly looking at Red and or no, Chuck and Bomb trying to like scrape their own tongues out and stuff,
0: which was sort of amusing. And again, for the kids in the audience, this is one of those scenes where they were actually laughing. They're like, "Oh, teehee, they were in pee water. That's funny to me." Yeah. But even that scene went on too long to the point where the kids stopped caring. Even after they had, like, a few more sight gags left. Yeah. They're like, no, we don't care anymore. So
1: anyway, Mighty Eagle is voiced by Peter Dinklage, and his character is that he retired a long time ago, and he was never actually all that awesome. He's kind of a giant coward uh, and, and a very self-aggrandizing.
0: Yeah. And so while they're up there, they then see that the pigs are going to be they're, like, setting up TNT around there, and there's a giant rave that they're putting on. Yeah, they're putting you know, together a
1: giant dance studio.
0: So they're like, oh, my God, we need to stop them. They're Look, they're putting bombs all over the village. Okay, let's...
1: Hey, fly us down there. And it just turns out that Mighty Eagle is probably too fat to fly.
0: And he's like, no, you, you need to do it yourself. That's Bye. the lesson
1: you learned from me talking about myself, which is actually, admittedly, the joke in the movie, where he's like, Hey, that's why I taught you this lesson. And all he's been doing is showing him old pictures and stuff. And and Red basically goes like, "You didn't teach us a goddamn thing." Yeah. And he's like, "Didn't I? No, no, no. You you didn't. No, don't wink. Don't stop. <laughs> stop winking." So it's that's an okay joke. But anyway, they get back down there, and sure enough, the pig's big plan is to win the trust of all these birds, build a giant rave. Yeah, they walk- where they
0: have the uh the versions of daft punk which is daft pig
1: oh yeah great thought daft
0: pig sure whatever good job you did it you you sort of made one thing sound like pig they couldn't do any more of those we couldn't get like piggy no No? nothing they had one in the tank that was it (laughs) that's too bad uh and so the whole village goes there and then they steal all the eggs and kind of blow up the village? Kind of. They blow up a lot of TNT.
1: They blow up the No, st- oh, they blow up the statue of Mighty Eagle. Yeah, they do. I I don't whatever. So, and then uh Bomb and Red try real hard to stop them but can't. Well, meanwhile, uh Chuck's trying to stop the rave. Yeah. So, but yeah, Bomb and Red are unable to stop them from stealing all these eggs and they get hit by a uh, flying chunks of pig blown up stuff. And they resolve as a community to build a giant floaty thing. And go out and chase after the pigs and get the eggs back.
0: Yep. And they take the slingshot with them because...
1: Why not? Because it's the Angry Birds movie. Yep. And this is the very first time where you're ever introduced to one of the other missing birds. The Because, uh, you know, if you're watching an Angry Birds movie, you're going to have your eyes open for all of the Angry Birds. Yes. And this is the very first scene where you finally get to see the fucking Boomerang Bird.
0: Yeah, and there's Boomerang Bird. And in one of the twists, they use him in the final raid on Pig City, and he is just as useless then as he always is because he flies into the city and then boomerangs back and does nothing.
1: Yeah, and there's... I mean, speaking as someone who's played a couple of Angry Birds games, I can also tell you that the orange bird that expands rapidly is in there, uh, along with the entire cast of the all-girl birds game Angry Birds Stella, which you can spot hidden away in the audience and doing shit. Yep. One of them is even kind of important. She's voiced by Kate McKinnon.
0: Oh, yeah, she's one of the few... Uh, like, main character birds? Yeah,
1: the pink bird. That that That's actually Stella. She's the star of her own game. They didn't give her a name in the movie.
0: No. No one mentions anyone that isn't, like, Bomb or Chuck or the, like, main anger management group by yeah, name, mostly.
1: Or the, yeah, or the judge. That's about it. Those are the only ones who get names. But yeah, voiced by Kate McKinnon, who, if I'm not mistaken, is one of the new Ghostbusters. Yes, indeed. Yeah, so that was kind of surprising that she plays a nameless character. I feel like that was definitely a sequel thing. Because this movie had no love interests at all in it, and I figured that's got to be something that's going to happen in the next one, or in the planned next one.
0: It's Yeah, it is weird to me that they did not shoehorn in a romance plot in this, outside yeah. of Matilda and Terrence.
1: Oh, that's right, I forgot. Oh my god, yeah. a lot. I, I keep forgetting shit. So anyway, they come to the giant pig city, where, which is of course a ramshackle pile of towers made out of wood and glass, uh, and then... They just stab the fucking giant slingshot into the ground in the outskirts of town and start shooting birds at it.
0: Yep. And it is basically playing Angry Birds for the next, like, five or ten minutes as they begin to throw birds at them.
1: Disappointedly, a lot of the birds they launch don't do any of the bird stuff that they're known for.
0: Well, I mean, you do get the rapid expansion bird.
1: Yeah, who blows up a small chunk of the neighborhood. Uh, You get the, the boomerang bird being useless. Matilda, turns out, she doesn't shoot eggs out of her butt in this movie. Instead, she shoots fireballs out of
0: her butt. Because the whole thing of the eggs being children and, oh my god, we have to save our children, which you can't just have her then crap out a kid and be like, oh yeah, her superpower is abortions. But what you can do is have her fire out glittery exploding star
1: packets from her butt. They look like the more you know graphic, firing (laughs) out of her ass. And
0: the best thing is, they just completely gloss over it with, Huh, looks like my anger management teacher can shoot fireballs from her butt. Moving on.
1: Yeah, that's all you get.
0: There you go. <laughs> I didn't realize that one of these birds was a goddamned wizard, but let's not go into that.
1: Seeing Speaking of someone who, because I have Amazon Underground on my tablet, so I get all the free games on there. Angry Birds Stella is one of the super free games on it. So I was like, oh, cool. I'm going to keep my eyes open for the random birds that they added to that. Let's see, if they, let's see if they put in, like, fucking the bird with a little beanie cap that does a buzzsaw spin move. No? Oh, well, she's in the background there, but she never she never gets launched.
0: No, you never get the, uh, like, lines from any of them or yeah. anything.
1: I was gleeful to, point, to note by the end of the movie that they had also not shoehorned in any of the references to the various shared franchise Angry Birds. Like, I didn't have to see any Star Wars Angry Birds in this. Oh, well, there's
0: no way they could have gotten the rights to do that. Yeah. Which is the problem. Like, you can't have, like, oh, it's Angry Birds Transformers, and we had a little Transformer in there. No, the rights are owned by someone else. You can't do that. Yeah.
1: Now, I want to tell you the the end of this movie. Uh, So, basically, they shoot a bunch of birds at the town and blow up a bunch of the town. Red gets fired into the castle, and he fights with the king pig over the eggs, which Mighty Eagle shows up and helps fly to safety. Yeah. And uh, Bomb finally learns to blow up when he wants to instead of just when he's scared. And, uh... Everyone learns a valuable lesson. Everyone learns a lesson, which is stay away from people from other islands.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, more than the, oh, it's very, uh, like, Nazi-themed, I feel like this is way more the, like, Roma Gypsy-type warnings of, oh, these... Strange, exotic people from another land are going to show up. They're travelers, and they will give you an exotic show and bring many fancy gifts, but they're only there to steal your children in the night. There's no show more exotic than a
1: cowboy song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. One egg falls out of the giant net of everyone else's eggs and goes bouncing around, which turns into the final set piece as all the uh, like birds and pigs fight over this egg. And, of course... It's the only angry bird that you could shoot out of a slingshot that we haven't mentioned yet, which is the three little tiny bluebirds. So it hatches into those, the ones that are only good for shooting down, like, glass. So they're born. Then Red manages to rescue them, take them back to their parents, which, of course, are just some larger bluebirds. Then they they really ram home the whole don't-trust-outsiders thing by forcibly moving Red's house back into the village so he can live amongst them instead of off to the side where he's comfortable.
0: Yes. Yes. So they're like, oh, we rebuilt your house, but now it's in the village because we accept you. Except by we don't.
1: Yeah. Ugh. And uh, sure enough, the other two birds, Chuck and Bomb, move in with him at the end. And he's like, no, now we're like the Angry Birds and we're like a family. Ugh. And Terrence, who still has never said a line, and Matilda apparently are now dating. Great. And then we get the weirdest after credits scene
0: I've ever seen. Yeah, so... Normally, this would be something to go, oh, we're going to set up a sequel or do another dumb joke or something like that. But in this movie, it's just those three little blue birds get together, get into the slingshot, and shoot themselves into the ocean. Yeah, they just fire themselves
1: over the water. And you get a whole bunch of like, oh, energies holding them together. There's like weird blue lightning that's keeping them all in a little pod. Well, and yeah, then- because
0: normally they're all one blue thing that splits into three, so yeah. they're like, oh, here's how it works. Yeah. When they're together, they like zap into one blue ball and then fly
1: apart. And then they fly apart. Which is the movie to this point has only kind of paid lip service to the angry birds thing, right? Why do we need to see how the bluebirds work? Is the final sequence in the film. Oh, yeah.
0: Having the three blue birds on screen, you're like, okay, I get it. But no, they're like, oh, oh, no, we need to show you. We, you need to know. You got to see what it looks like when you shoot them. Except you just murdered them. They well, got shot into the middle
1: of the ocean. Whatever. Birds are invincible. That's the whole point of birds. You can shoot them into, a, into the middle of a stone castle, and they're like, whatever, I'm fine. <laughs> They don't even get hurt. They just get up and keep going about their business. So it's uh, I, all. I, it's really just like, hey, you wanted to see what this looks like? You wanted to see when the bluebirds get shot? Here it is. There you go. Yay. What, God. Oh, and of course, because it's a CGI movie made by someone who was in Pixar or DreamWorks at this point, it ends
0: with a dance sequence to an old song you remember. Oh, my God. Dance sequences in this movie. Let's go. Hold on. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. We'll go to the best and worst right now because that's going to be my worst. Anyway, best thing in the movie for you.
1: Uh, best thing in the movie. Uh.
0: Yeah, you gotta pick something. There's gotta be something in this movie that was... I
1: can do that. The voice cast. Yeah. The voice cast is amazing. A group this good should have been brought together to make a decent
0: movie. Oh, yeah. No, this this group of people should have been brought together by, like, DreamWorks to make some goofy film.
1: Picture this. Just picture this with me. A remake or a kind of reimagining of Cannonball Run with this cast. (laughs) Not (laughs) a movie. Not a CGI. Just actual movie.
0: Just a for reals movie.
1: Yes. Yeah. Right? That'd be way better. Oh, yeah. I'd see that. Yeah, but so- then they'd
0: have to actually, like, be on screen, and you'd need to pay them more.
1: Oh, I guess that's true. Yeah. Sean Penn fucking putting up with being in <laughs> it. I like the idea that Sean Penn's still in it, and he still is non-vocal.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just they cut to Sean Penn, he's like... He's got his arms
1: crossed in the front seat of a car. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Okay, so that's my favorite thing. The voice cast. Your favorite thing?
0: Okay, best thing in the movie for me outside of the voice cast. I'm going to let you have that one. Mm-hmm. So, probably the only really good thing for me in this film is the... I liked the pigs, at least. Like, the birds is an uh, just a nation of assholes. Yes, the pigs are at least amusingly dumb. Yeah, like, everyone who isn't Leonard, the main king pig... It's just like a bouncy ball of stupid and fun and weird little background things. And, like, if minions didn't already exist, this is the type of thing that would be the new minion. Yes. Just little pigs
1: just bouncing around. They're always smiling, which is another thing that you get with the minions, is the minions are basically indestructible, friendly little guys. Yeah. They're just always smiling about whatever the hell's going on.
0: And so that's sort of the thing with them, is I liked having the pigs around even when you get... The end of the movie where they take all the eggs and it's revealed that they are villains and whatnot. You still get the idea that most of them are just kind of doing it because they were told to. Yeah. By the way, I just wanted
1: to, real briefly here, before we get into the worst, I want to address... Because I had to open up the IMDB page for this, right? Yeah. So I can see the voice cast is. Can I tell you the people who like this movie what they also like? Okay. Because I really want to. Go ahead. Because it's uh, the Angry Birds tunes. Good. Fair fair enough. It's also the live-action Jungle Book. Okay. Okay. And then Baby Geniuses, The Treasures of Egypt, Baby Geniuses, The Original Baby Geniuses, Baby Geniuses 3, Baby Geniuses in Space, and Super Babies, Baby Geniuses 4. Wow. Also, if I could just really quick, quickly read to you the IMDb description of Angry Birds Toons, which is the cartoon series from Angry Birds, just because it's right next to it on the page. And then, I promise, I promise listeners who are, who are wondering why I'm digressing so hard, that, that we'll uh, get back to telling you what our least favorite thing about this movie was. But here we go. As Chuck, Matilda, Baum, Red, Stel- Stella, Terrence, and Stella have three eggs to keep safe from pigs that will snatch them at any cost.
0: Perfect. There is nothing wrong with that. <laughs>
1: that subject is lacking a predicate. <laughs> also, Stella's in there twice. I know.
0: Whatever. It's great.
1: <laughs> I'm so sorry to interrupt with this nonsense, but <laughs> John, would you like to get back to telling us your least favorite thing? Or well, your least favorite thing. Sure. I guess you're going to take the dance numbers oh, at yeah. the end. Uh, I'm going to do the Hannibal Burris scene from the beginning. The clown sequence that was infuriating. There was no reason for that. There's any number of reasons why he could be an angry bird that doesn't have to be justifiably angry at the fact that there's some actual asshole in town who's trying to scam him for fun.
0: Yeah, I really wish that this movie had established, oh, I'm angry and it's not because people are jerks to me, just he has an anger issue, perhaps because he is an orphan. Yeah. And that the lesson in here is, there is a time to use anger, and there is a time to not, and, like, we need to decide when. But no, the end of the movie has, like, the little baby egg chicks that they save come up and be like, yeah, anger's awesome. You're yeah. like, that's not the lesson. The lesson isn't you should be angry all the time. Fucking stop that. <laughs> just quit being dicks to each other. That'd be a really good lesson. I, by the way, I just thought of something
1: else that would have been a favorite for me is Peter Dinklage's American accent. <laughs> really, really good
0: American accent. Yeah. That's
1: awesome anyway i'm sorry your least favorite thing why don't you tell us all about dance sequences
0: oh my god this movie has so many dance sequences it's one of those things where you could tell when the bits of this movie that should have been episodes of a tv show would end because about every 20 minutes or so there was a dance sequence and it just kept happening yeah normally in these shitty shitty movies You end with a dance sequence. It's just something you do in these movies. Over the credits. Yeah, you're like, oh, it's time to end this CGI movie. Everyone has a dance. So we're going to pick one of the three or four
1: songs from the 70s that's appropriate for that. So here comes Because I'm a Believer, or I guess All-Star, which somehow counts as a 70s song. Or this one, which goes with the super bog standard, very much a classic, I Will Survive.
0: Yeah, that started up, and I just, I began laughing because it was so bad. Yeah and that's all throughout the film like every time you do something like oh and and here's a plot point and now a dance sequence here's a plot point and now a dance sequence and it just keeps happening you have the cowboy show you have a dance sequence with the great eagle you have the dance sequence with the birds in town you have a dance sequence at the end of the movie like it just won't stop and it Oh, it's amazing to me how awful it is.
1: The I will survive dance sequence is one of those things where they just go to every character in the movie that you've met and just see them dancing for a minute because kids love that. I wonder if there's like focus testing that straight up proves that kids love watching the characters that they just met in a movie just dance.
0: Yeah. I don't, I don't know if they're like, oh yeah, this is something kids want. Or if they're like, oh, this is something kids will tolerate and can pad out the runtime of a film.
1: Yeah. I mean, we, we get the pigs dancing. We get everybody dancing.
0: So there you go. Now we'll get we'll give our rating one to five. That'll give it the rating out of ten. Jeff, one point five. One point five. Excellent, sir. I do not wish to
1: justify it in any way. It is a one point five from Jeff.
0: Good. Uh, I'm going to give it a. I'll give it a one point five. Mostly the voice talent was good. Yep, that's exactly. Damn it, I was playing not to justify it. Yeah. Now the uh, the whole thing with this movie is there's nothing terribly bad. Like the animation is fine. It's not like, oh, fucking Rovio had a crap animation studio. Well, the animation looks like standard CGI animation. Yeah. And the voice talent, obviously great. Mm-hmm. It's just the plot is predictable and none of the jokes land. So you're just sort of watching something happen.
1: Yeah. Actually, some of the animation was beautiful. There was a sequence, and I hate to say this because the, the character work is, you know, they look like the Angry Birds from the from the cartoon game, only with, like, feet. So they're really not all that interesting looking, but there's a shot of bomb getting dragged through water and the water effects that are going off him are gorgeous. They did an amazing job of that shot. Yeah. So there's a lot of very visually striking images that are just wasted on a very boring movie. Indeed. Almost every one of the punchlines in this movie is just some catchphrase you've heard before. And it's not even delivered in a funny way.
0: No, it's just, it's like those, uh, like fill in the blank movie. So like scary movie or epic movie or date movie where you go oh you know what the joke is a reference this yeah. is a thing you know there was a sequence and i mentioned photo bomb
1: earlier in the movie there was a scene where one guy's trying to take a picture of like the pig boats or something and he accidentally catches the character of bomb in the background of his image which is an amusing gag because the guy is standing there carving from memory and he carves in the picture of bomb who he is not looking at and does not know he's back there but he manages to carve in the picture anyway because apparently that's just the goofy way that, that photo, photograph technology works for these birds. That's kind of funny, right? Yeah. So it turns around and Bomb's standing back there, and he's like, "Whoops, sorry to photo bomb you." And you're like, "Ugh,
0: oh, you explained it. Uh, don't, oh, don't, don't,
1: why, don't? It's not. You didn't. Fo- and the only reason they use the word photo bomb is because the character is Bomb. Yep. That's I, but. If it had just been, hey, the, the, on this island, people take pictures by looking at something, then turning around and carving a picture of it, and if you walk into the frame while they're doing that, they'll carve you into it. That's crazy. Also,
0: there you could have felt slightly clever going like, ah, he photo-bombed it, ah, bomb. Like, you as a watcher could have gone, ah, oh, that's sort of funny that they did that. But then they had to explain it. And it's like looking directly at the camera and going like, sorry, I photo-bombed you. Wink. <laughs> like, oh. You
1: see people, a photo bomb is when you jump into a photograph right before it's taken.
0: Also, and- hi, my name is Bomb, and as you can see, photobomb contains Bomb.
1: <laughs> we also caught this other bird, whose name is Photo, but we're not going to mess with that joke. <laughs> <laughs> hi guys, I'm Photo. I actually am going to explain this joke.
0: So, a photo is, and you're like, okay, great, thanks. <laughs> Thank you for all of that.
1: Actually, according to IMDB, there is a character in the movie named
0: Photog. Oh, yeah. Which There's- I assume
1: is that bird. I don't remember him having any lines, but apparently that's Titus Burgess's character.
0: <laughs> I'm sure Photog is something.
1: It's probably some pig. Some pig. Photog sounds like a very lesser-known member of Cobra. <laughs> <laughs> you got your Tomax and your Zaymod and your Photog.
0: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely part of Cobra. Yeah, right? Obviously.
1: I mean, if he was in, like, the G.I. Joe instead of in Cobra, he'd have some dumb two-word name that describes taking pictures. His name would probably be taking pictures.
0: (laughs) Oh, taking pictures!
1: Get in here, taking pictures! (laughs) You and shooting guns are going on a
0: mission. (laughs) Oh man! Now I want to play Ace Agents.
1: (laughs) Make a guy named taking pictures. (laughs) Oh, when 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 GI Joe hit like season six, it really started running out.
0: (laughs) Just just scraping the barrel.
1: Come in here, jet flyer.
0: come here here run fasty <laughs>
1: run fasty
0: run fasty and jump highly they're <laughs> twins
1: i mean it's not like you have to go that far into the future into the uh, history of g.i joe to find a character with a name like dial tone which is an actual member of g.i joe
0: yeah oh uh, <laughs> that's unfortunate i gotta
1: wonder if there was like an evil cobra version of him named busy signal <laughs> Uh, who has fallen completely into obscurity because now no one has any idea what a busy signal is. His new name is Voicemail. Oh, no. He's been trying to get that running for years.
0: (laughs) Call me Voicemail.
1: No, your name is Busy Signal. (laughs) Damn it. Uh, So Uh, a three. A
0: three out of ten. Oh, right. Is what I'm saying (laughs) for this movie. It's bad. Don't see it. Do not. Don't
1: worry, though. It was the number one movie in theaters for a weekend, so it is definitely getting a sequel. I mean, it...
0: It definitely beat Captain America in its fourth week, barely.
1: That's enough to be a shame.
0: <laughs> uh, not in England, though. There's- Captain America still beat Angry Birds premiere in England.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and they've had it longer, for what I understand. I mean, oh, yeah. It released in the UK sooner.
0: No, it, I think it's four weeks for them as well. And they're just like, no, that's okay. You keep it. We don't need any birds here. We're all set.
1: <laughs> Now, you, you introduce some mopey birds, and you've got England on board. <laughs> Maybe some stuffy, <laughs> stiff upper lip birds. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, that's birds. They have a stiff upper lip. Oh, well, that's true, because hey. of a beak.
1: Hey. Wow, we should really get off the mics.
0: <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for listening to our review of Angry Birds the Movie. If you have another movie that you want to suggest... You can let us know at SystemMasteryPodcast.com. Go to our big movie list, suggest it there. And the poll for next month is going to be up. You can decide what we're going to see for our next in theaters movie. Will it be Warcraft? Probably. Everyone says it's garbage, so hey.
1: But it comes with a free month of game time.
0: So make me go see it, because then I'll just play WoW. (laughs) (laughs) I'll come back with a review of Legion.
1: Oh, God, I don't want to review video games, John. I'm running out of time and, in, and interest. <laughs> also, if we review video games, we'll draw the video game audience. Oh,
0: no. Video gamers.
1: <laughs> That's the worst.
0: Let's get out of here.
1: <laughs> Exit stage left, even.
0: <laughs> 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 so you can listen to us on all of our many and sundry podcasts at systemmasterypodcast.com. You can go ahead and shoot us an email, system mastery at Gmail. And of course you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. We are the system mastery. So sure are. go ahead and do that. And if you want to support us, you can go find our Patreon page for system mastery. Give us some dollars. It gets you some bonus content that has nothing to do with movies, but we appreciate you anyway. <laughs> we sure do. So thank you so much for listening. We will see you in a couple weeks with another Movie Mastery.